0: 800 949 8707.
1: 800 949
2: 8707. Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting.
1: Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show.
3: Greetings fellow golfers and when the, welcome to another Sunday morning edition of Tea to Green. My name is Jerry Butenhoff coming to you from the Broadmoor Resort in Colorado Springs. Our home for this show for the 13th year now. And it is January 28th, so we are exactly five months away from the opening day of the 2018 U.S. Senior Open, which will be held here at the Broadmoor for the second time Uh, following the event that was held here for the first time 10 years ago in 2008. Well, today on the show, one of our favorite people, Andrew Wood, will be back with us today. He is the founder and CEO of Legendary Marketing. It's one of the leaders in golf marketing, resort marketing, and they've got a boatload of other services available. Today, we'll talk with Andrew about a couple books he has written, including one that is in the works, and uh, what he found at the PGA Merchandise Show this week, uh, which just ended on Friday in Orlando, as uh, Legendary Marketing is set up there, as always. Also today, we're going to go back and listen to part of a chat that I had in November with Judy Alvarez. Judy is a golf instructor who has started a program in golf for women who have served in the military. It is just a fantastic effort on Judy's part and uh, very... uh, uh, revealing chat about that that we had in november we're going to go over that once again today also we'll have our normal stuff at the end of the show on tour segment the women are underway in bahamas all that up today on tea to green
4: it's early sunday
5: morning the sun is coming up i'm on the tea at seven i'm here to try my luck
3: If you want information on our show or how to listen to us live online you can go to our website t Andrew wood from legendary marketing up first today we'll be right back thanks for joining us
0: if you are age 85 or younger
2: If you're one of the millions of Americans who can't work because of a serious injury or illness, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. It doesn't matter if you've applied before and the government has said no. Let the experienced attorneys at Bill Gordon and Associates help you get the Social Security disability you deserve. Their team of attorneys have been fighting for benefits for people just like you for over 20 years. And best of all, they there's no fee until you receive your benefits. There are many conditions that make you eligible, including some you may not even be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call Bill Gordon and Associates today for your free no obligation consultation. See if you qualify for the social security benefits you need and deserve. 800-443-4996. 800-443-4996. That's 800-443-4996. Love daily fantasy, but
4: tired of being stuck on the sidelines? We have some great news. Now you can make picks live when the game is on TV, compete against other sports fans, and if you're right, win real cash and get to talk trash. Winview Games is a live sports prediction app that is sweeping the nation, and it's super easy to play. During the game, props are sent straight to your phone. You can compete in tournament-style contests that are available every quarter. Winview also has a $12,500 jackpot during the NFL playoffs called The Perfect Game. It's a winner-take-all prize if you get each prop right during the quarter. So, put your sports obsession to better use. Go to winviewgames.com slash predict to start cashing in on your sports IQ. That's winviewgames.com slash predict. $20 first-time depositors get a $20 playthrough match. Winview Games. When the game is on, it's on.
3: Destination listening for dedicated golfers this is Tita Green your Sunday morning golf fix every week my name is Jerry Butenhoff, hosting solo today first guest is one of the our favorite people on the show here uh Andrew Wood uh, his company there are 18 holes of course in a round of golf and uh That is not even remotely close to the number of things that uh, Andrew and his company are involved in. Andrew is the founder and CEO of Legendary Marketing, based out of Florida. And Andrew joins us again today. It's been a while. Andrew, how are you today? I am doing legendary today, Terry. (laughs) Thank you. It's
5: a nice 70 degrees down here in Florida after a long, cold snap.
3: Yes, I I believe the... uh, the, uh, Uh, some of the uh, lizards were falling off the trees there a couple weeks ago, weren't they?
5: It was, uh, for a couple of weeks here, it was
3: uh, was pretty cold. So uh, when that happens, uh, I mean, can the people, uh, do they sell down jackets in the malls anywhere down there? How do people stay warm?
5: Yeah, I don't know. I didn't (laughs) leave the house for two weeks, so I don't know what people were doing. (laughs)
3: Oh, man, excellent stuff. Um, Andrew, uh, for people that haven't... uh, Been with us before when you've been on. Let's give just a quick little rundown of legendary marketing and and touch on a couple of the major things that you do as it relates to the golf world.
5: Well, we're we're the world's leader in golf marketing. We've uh, we've been in business twenty years, and so I have the uh, beautiful job of being able to go around the world, play golf, drink wine, and help golf courses with their websites, with their social media, uh, and also with uh, membership marketing. And then on the side, I've written uh, I've written over 40 books, uh, about 10 of which relate to the golf business, including uh, the Golf Marketing Bible. And uh, my latest book just came out uh, in December. It's uh, kind of a funny pulp fiction book called Confessions of a Golf Pro.
3: We're going to touch on a couple of those books here in just a little minute uh, with you here, and, and especially the, the latest one uh, in your book. Uh, uh library if you will um you guys are always set up at the merchandise show which just ended in orlando here this week uh, i'm assuming you attended yourself as well uh how did that go and, and what did you take out of that this year
5: yeah the show you know the show this year was was good uh as it was last year there were a few years there where you could definitely tell that, that things were down but uh you know the show's well run it's well organized it's well attended uh, you know, it's 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 not what it was back in the early 2000s when you had all the dot-com companies there, and, you know, there's less parties, there's less uh, booth babes, there's less vendors, but it's still the place to go to network. I mean, anybody who's anybody uh, is at the show, and if you, if you go after the show across to the bar at the Hyatt there at the convention center, I mean, you're going to run into everybody in the golf business. You're going to run into Fazio or Greg Norman or... Last year, I ran into Andy North, Dennis Walters. I mean, you just everybody's in there uh, at some point. Trump was yep. there last year, but he wasn't there this year. He's probably busy.
3: Me, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. Uh, do do uh, did you or or your, any of your people have an official role of any kind there this year? or Were you just there no, to, this, to this help sh- people? This sh-
5: Yeah, this year we we, we did not. Some years I speak there, and some years we've we've had a booth. But this year I was just uh, attending as a a media uh, person because uh, one of the other things I do is I run two magazine websites. Uh, One's called World's Best Golf Destinations, and the other one is Golf Operator Magazine, which is an industry magazine. It's an online magazine. We're actually celebrating our 20th year, if you can believe that, but so I was attending in my capacity as the uh, publisher of uh, Golf Operator magazine and you know, obviously combining some things there.
3: Yeah, the uh, World's Best Golf Destinations, I actually have a copy of that. Uh, is, that is that something that you update each year uh, or, or is that a stagnant issue?
5: That's the that's printed version. We've got an online version. Okay. It's actually a different product. and That's actually the printed version is a product the PGA put out. Uh, mine, mine's an online, uh, an online product that uh, huh. goes a little further afield. Gotcha, I've got about six hundred thousand subscribers, and uh, through that association, I was able to play golf this year in nine, last year, sorry, in nineteen countries.
3: I wish I was you sometimes. I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good life. Speaking with Andrew Wood, he's the CEO of Legendary Marketing down in uh, in Florida. Um, Andrew, let, let's talk about the latest book here. And uh, what's the title again? And, and, and what drove you to uh, to go down this path this time?
5: You know, most of my books have been uh, nonfiction, Terry. Uh, Talking, really, most of my books are on sales and marketing. And I, I do a lot of newsletters, though, and some of them are quite tongue in cheek. And you know, having done a bunch of newsletters, uh, it just kind of came together as a book. And I thought, you know. Maybe I'll try and do a fiction book, which I hadn't really done before. Uh, and you know, this really—it's—it's it, a fix. It's pulp fiction, is what it is. It's fun. It pokes fun at the golf industry, but at the same time, uh, the vast majority of the stories are either true or very close to the truth of crazy things that happened, you know, over the last 20 years with golf pros in golf shops on golf trips. So it's kind of a fun journey of what life as a golf pro is really like. Uh, and I think it really resonates with the pro. The book's doing very, very well. The last six weeks, uh, it's, it's really uh, was number one on golf books on Amazon there in December. So it's, uh, it's doing well because I think people, from a pro's perspective, it really paints the picture of what life's like with uh, 700 bosses, You know, on a committee that's often run by two doctors, a lawyer and a vet, who don't really know that much about the golf business.
3: (laughs) You know, Andrew, I think if anybody that has ever played golf would just take some notes about some of the things that they stumble upon, uh, whether it's during a round itself, some strange things that they may see, Uh, there could be a lot of books like this out there, couldn't there?
5: It does, I think anybody who's played golf for 10 or 20 years or more as we have, uh, we've all got a book in it. it's us. Just, it's, just it's just getting down to write it. We've all got the book within us.
3: That's for sure. Um, uh, let's talk a little bit about the, the golf marketing Bible. I know we touched that on this just a little bit when we had you with us a couple years ago. Uh, what does that help people do?
5: Yeah, actually, it's worth touching on that again, because since we last talked, I've actually updated it. I've added 250 new pages to it. So the golf marketing Bible is completely up to date. So, you know, obviously, as things progress, I mean, what we're talking about now is how do we get more players? How do we build a database using landing pages, using social media, using Twitter, uh, using Facebook, LinkedIn, all these other uh, options? You know, and unfortunately, Terry, the golf industry is just so far behind the curve. You know, there. there were, I honestly believe that one of the main reasons that golf has been in decline is, is, is not the reasons people say that it's too complicated or too expensive. I think the real reason is the golf industry has just done a horrible job of marketing and other people have done a much better job at marketing. I know, for instance, in England, you might, you'll probably find this interesting, but they're, one of the things they're blaming on the decline of golf is cycling. Cycling has become incredibly unpopular in England, mainly because the Tour de France is so popular and has such great media coverage. You know, it's like Wimbledon. You know, the tennis courts are full the week after Wimbledon. Well, the roads are full for two months after the Tour de France. And, you know, they've just promoted the heck out of cycling. And, you know, the golf industry for, for many years rested on its laurels. And they do a very poor job of promoting in general. And also, the budgets. I just read an article today. This guy took over a golf course. They paid a million for a golf course he just bought. And one of the comments he made is he thinks he can do a better job of marketing. Because the line item for this club's marketing last year was three hundred and fifty-eight dollars for the year. Is what they spent on marketing.
3: Oh my goodness! Does that even get you a full-page ad in the Sunday paper anymore?
5: That doesn't get you. That gets you a Facebook ad. Is about what that gets you. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, that's the first thing I think is. is I mean, golf clubs traditionally have not budgeted anything for marketing or if they have it's a tiny fraction of what they should spend secondly they tend to be very behind the curve their websites are out of date you know i just i saw last week two courses went out of business in northern california and one one was run by a management company uh... And they, the guy says, "Oh, we've done everything we could." Well, I look the club up. I look at their at their website. Their website hey, is a- terrible. A-
3: a- Andrew, we've got a break. Let's let's p- pick this up again on the on the other side here. We're going to take a break. Andrew Wood from Legendary Marketing is my guest. You're listening to T to Green. My name is Jerry Butenhoff Stay with us. you're listening to america's longest running network radio golf show t to green i'm jerry butenhoff my guest is andrew wood he's the ceo and founder of legendary marketing they're based down in florida they're one of the uh or the world's leader in, in golf marketing and, and uh, way up on the list in resort marketing as well. Um, Andrew, finish up your story real uh, real quick about that um, uh, 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 course in, yeah, in, so, in California, and then I want to make yeah. a couple comparisons here.
5: Yeah, so, I mean, a couple of courses go under. The guy says they've done everything. You go look at the website, and neither course actually has a Facebook page. So, I mean... <laughs> You know, you just wonder what else they didn't do since they don't think it's important enough to have a Facebook page.
3: These two examples that you just gave, are you seeing a lot of that in in the last five, six years or so?
5: Yeah, I mean, the golf industry is just way behind the curve. You know, they, they, they adopted social media. They adopted websites very late. They adopted email marketing late. They adopted Facebook marketing late. And, you know they still haven't adopted things like landing pages or marketing automation which is just regular in the, the normal business world it's not even reached the golf world yet
3: and and when when you uh, say that the golf industry is late to this are you comparing them with a lot of other sports or with the uh, corporate world in general
4: yeah I mean
5: I think you can compare it with some other sports and the, I mean look at top golf top golf is killing it that's That's basically what Top Golf has done: is combined a driving range with a bar, and the one in Tampa is doing 30,000 customers a month. That's as many customers in a month as most golf courses get in a year.
3: It is definitely, definitely. I'm speaking with Andrew Wood from Legendary Marketing. Andrew, I want to step away from the golf world uh, just a little bit uh, because I was reading something uh, this week that I did not know, uh, about, uh, one of the things that you've been involved with. Uh, I happen to have a, a very good friend who I believe she's just a consultant now, but she has worked for many years with Pirelli national horsemanship, uh, in Pagosa Springs, Colorado. Here. Uh-huh. Uh, you did something with them about, uh, I want to say five, six, seven years ago, uh, tell our listeners what they do and, and how you got involved with that project.
5: Well, it's funny you should say that. Pat and I are good friends, and and Linda Pirelli and I are actually business partners. We have a company called Pegasus Personal Growth, but in my hand right now, I'm holding my latest book. I'm I'm banging them out pretty fast here. Pat Pirelli and I just wrote a book called Cowboy Wisdom, Lessons in Leadership and Life. That'll be out uh, next week.
3: Awesome. Um, and then uh, Pat Pirelli is the uh, is the head of Pirelli uh, uh,
5: yeah, uh, I mean, Horsemanship. The
3: what do they yeah. do? Tell, tell our listeners what they do.
5: Pat's, Pat's regarded as the world's greatest horse trainer. He's worked with over 200,000 people, and they, they train horses the natural way. So, you know, rather than using machinery or hitting the horse, they they train the horse kind of like dog whisper stuff, except horse whisper. So Pat, you know, can take any horse and train it and calm it down and and get it to do what he wants it to do faster than anybody.
3: Yeah, and uh, I've been to their facility in Pagosa Springs a couple of no, times, they- and. Uh, and uh, you know they have uh, clients, if you will, worldwide. Uh, I I know they've they've got a number of people that they deal with in places like Australia and Switzerland. Yeah. And uh, it's just a wonderful uh, training methods that they use, and uh, it, it's good that it's good that you're helping get the word out for them. Also, they're wonderful people there. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to go back to um. Your days as a golfer, you made an attempt uh, to, to play golf for a living. Uh, when did you realize and how did you realize that maybe that wasn't going to be the thing and you needed to turn into another direction?
5: Yeah, I mean, I probably right around 1984, I actually got the final qualifying in the, the Open in St. Andrews. And I think I shot 72-76. Back then, it was a whole whole lot easier to get in. And that was kind of one of my better years, and and even in my better years, you know, I wasn't shooting under par, I was just shooting right at par. And so probably right around then, 22, 23, I realized that, you know, I was good, but not nearly good enough uh, to make it on tour.
3: Well, you certainly found a a nice niche uh, in your business here. Um... Tell our listeners a little bit about uh, some of the resort areas that you deal with, whether it's golf-related or non-golf resorts. Um, what's what are what are the what are some of the trendy things going on there these days?
5: Uh, well, you know, I work with a few resorts in Florida. I work with Innisbrook Resort, which is a great place. Uh, it's one of the favorites on the uh, on on the PGA Tour. The players say that's their favorite Florida golf course. They've got four great courses, uh, including the Copperhead, down in Palm Harbor. So it's, you know, fairly close to Tampa Airport and just great golf there. Then there's another resort owned by the same people over on the uh, east coast, a little further north, a little up by Daytona, called Palm Palm Coast. That's a great resort. There's a Nicholas Golf Course right on the ocean. And the same, same company, Salamander, also owns uh, – reunion resort in orlando which obviously is a great orlando's great destination close to the airport you could be it up and playing golf within within about 10 minutes of leaving the airport which is a pretty nice feature
3: yeah as long as yeah just time enough to change your shoes that's all you need right yeah
5: and as far Uh, as further afield this year i was lucky enough to play golf uh, in vietnam I played in the Danang area, which was really impressive. I played uh, Danang Golf Course, which is a really good gl- Greg Norman course. Barnard Hills, which is a fabulous course in the kind of in the mountains in the rainforest. Uh, Montgomery Course, which was you know more like a Florida course, and then probably the best course I played was just north of Danang, absolutely fabulous course called Laguna Lang Falgo Resort on the ocean, and I mean really. Uh, spectacular golf. Uh, then I went to Thailand, uh, down in Wahin, hin two great golf courses down there, Banyan Golf Course and uh, Black Mountain, and very affordable. You know, both Vietnam and Thailand really offer a value. I mean, it's a hell of a trip to get there. It was 29 hours for me. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, real value uh, when you get there. I mean, the money goes a long way in, in Vietnam and Thailand.
3: I've actually heard of the uh, the two courses that you mentioned in Thailand. Uh, Andrew, we've talked with uh, a couple of other people here. Uh, Now that golf is an Olympic sport, a lot of countries uh, put more money into sports that are part of the Olympics. In some of the places or countries that you've played in the last year or two, are you seeing some of that influence starting to move into some of those places? No, I wouldn't say so. I mean, I think that the most prominent
5: thing I saw, and this is going back many years, but when I was in college, it was when Sweden was pushing golf in schools, and that's when you saw an explosion of Swedish golfers, men and women. And I, I really think that's the answer: is that golf needs to become a, a, a uh, elementary school sport. That's what would really help the game. And, I mean, what's the better sport in the world to teach kid manners and etiquette and all that good stuff than golf? I mean, there's nothing like it.
3: That's true, that's true. Um, w- would some of the costs be prohibitive, especially in certain countries or certain areas, to implement something like that, do you think?
5: Well, I think you can implement it on the playing field, and I'm pretty sure any of the major manufacturers would be willing to donate equipment to get more pe- more kids playing. Uh, just like Apple donated computers to all the schools back in the in the 80s and became the go-to for education people, I'm sure that uh, many of the top brands would be happy to donate some uh, clubs to schools. And I mean, all you need, I mean, is a playing field and some golf balls to get started, right?
3: Yeah, there you go, there you go. And uh, you know, you know, you're not going to get them all, but some people, uh, regardless of of what age, peop- uh, whether they're seven years old or or 67 years old. Sometimes you get people on the golf course, and it doesn't take uh, take long to reel them in, uh, does it?
5: Well, it's, it's great. I mean, it's the only, probably the only sport other than fishing you can really do for life.
3: Yep, that's true, that's true. Andrew, as always, a great pleasure talking to you. Like I said, uh, you've always got a lot of words of wisdom for us. You're one of our favorite people. Uh, Enjoy your year. Good luck with the uh, latest books, and uh, we'll get you back and uh, chat again someday.
5: All right, thanks so much.
3: Andrew Wood, he's the uh, founder and CEO of Legendary Marketing. They're based out of Florida, and uh, like I said, they have got their hands in all kinds of pies Uh, be it in the golf world and and other things as well. When we come back, we're going to take a break here in about a minute. We're going to listen to part of an interview I did with Judy Alvarez. She's a golf instructor, and uh, she kind of stumbled in to a program that she ended up developing about uh, getting women who have served in the military and have come back, getting them into the game of golf as a... I don't know, rehab tool, whatever term you want to use. We're going to have uh, that part of that interview with Judy Alvarez that originally uh, she was on the show back in November. So that's what's coming up. You're listening to Tea to Green. I'm Jerry Butenhoff coming to you from the Broadmoor Resort in Colorado Springs. Glad you're with us. Don't go away.
2: Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? absolute Salute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It has been said that everyone has a book in them.
3: Your number one source for golf news and entertainment, T to Green, the golf show, Jerry Butenhoff hosting here today from the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs. T to Green is presented in part by Smash Factor Golf Apparel. They're based in Monument, Colorado, about 20 miles north of town here. Smash Factor Golf specializes in golf polos and golf hats to check out their full line of performance polos on for under $30. Headwear for just $15.99. You can put more Smash Factor into your game with Smash Factor Golf Apparel. They're the official golf apparel company of Tee to Green. That's us. For more information and to check that all out all their, uh, check out their entire line, go to SmashFactorGolf.com. It's been a few years since we've had this uh, our first guest with us. Judy Alvarez was on the show. I don't remember how long ago, uh, we're going to have a return visit. Judy runs the Judy Alvarez golf academies with locations in Maine and Florida, if I've got that right. She's with us today. And we're going to talk about some golf fitness for you people that are embarking on a five month layoff, probably until your next round here. Now, Judy, good morning. How are you?
6: Hi, good morning. How are
3: you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, we've got uh, golf weather in Colorado here this weekend. Uh, I know you've just left your location in Maine recently. Uh, I guess it was getting a little chilly up there, huh?
6: Yeah, the fireplace was on 46 degrees the day I left, so time to come back to uh, warm, balmy, sunny, sun, sunny South Florida. We're there drinking you. currently, but we're going to go chase that ball later today.
3: Sounds good, sounds good. Um, before we get into the meat of what we want to talk about, since it has been a little while uh, since you've been with us, why don't you just give our listeners a little bit of a repeat, uh, Uh, a little recap of your history and and uh, how long you've been doing what you've been doing etc
6: oh boy i've been in the golf business for uh way too long to mention but i shape and change lives on a daily basis and i do a lot of work with our veterans and uh the national trainer for the pga hope program which has helped our patriots everywhere and We have about 80 chapters across the country, and uh, I've got one of the first women-only veterans golf program free of charge to the veterans in my area in Martin County, just north of Palm Beach County in southeast Florida. And I teach every day and uh, go chase the ball, and hopefully we shape and change lives while we're out there and enjoy the experience.
3: Well, that's always part of the deal, isn't it? Let, let, you brought up this uh, women's veterans thing. Let's talk about that. How long has that been going on and and uh, what's been your response and 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 how rewarding has that been for you thus far?
6: Uh, extraordinarily uh, priceless experience. Um, I thought that I was going to be uh, enhancing their lives, and honestly, I think they're shaping my life. Um, uh, for the last few years, I've uh, offered a co-ed veterans-only program in my immediate area in um, Palm uh, Palm City, Florida. And it's designed to uh, be free of charge. The club embraces it, and we invite the veterans to come out to the uh, golf course. There's no charge for them to get instruction, hit golf balls, play golf. And uh, we just um, – so the reason I started the women-only program is because – There are a lot of women veterans who have been traumatized in the military on and off uh, base. Some of them don't feel comfortable coming to a a class that may have men in it. So the women asked me, would you consider doing a program for just women veterans? We see how it's helped us. We know numerous women in the area that are veterans that are staying in their house and they're not socializing and coming out. So last year we started with six women. By the time the program was over, we had 14 women. And a lot of the veterans, honestly, uh, just come out and uh, reach each other and talk. And it's a fellowship. It's camaraderie. Oh, yes, and we're hitting a golf ball. So this year we'll do it again.
3: That's wonderful. I I know that the female portion of our military, uh, their stories tend to be I don't know. Left behind. I don't know what exactly mm-hmm. what term to use. Are, are you finding? I, I, obviously, you must be learning a lot of what they go through because they're not always in the same, uh, you know, roles that some of the men are. Uh, it, it's got to be fascinating, I would think, learning their stories.
6: It is, and uh, there's I don't there's there's minor uh, minor issues that go on to major traumas. In addition to military sexual trauma, there's post-traumatic stress disorder that male or female in the military encounter. It could be frontline exposure to some horrific experience, to hearing it and never being on the front line, but you're constantly in the noise environment and hearing the stories and knowing that your friends go out defending our country, but maybe they don't come back. Maybe you're overseas with uh, X amount of people in your your uh, group or platoon, and you don't come back with all of them. And then, a lot of times, when they come back stateside, there's not enough, uh, it's getting better, but there's not enough therapy sessions um, to retransition back into the community. They go from one extreme to another, they're brought back stateside and just expected to go back to their family life, go back to the green grass of their homes function and that's not always the case and golf believe it or not is an awesome therapeutic tool just to like let your guard down have a great time if you don't hit the ball that's not the end of the world but you realize there's other people in your immediate area that are going through what you're going through and if we can provide that safe environment and help them socialize a little bit better then we're doing our job and that's what golf is all about
3: that's that's in that vehicle yeah. I'm um, talking with Judy Alvarez of the Judy Alvarez Golf Academy. Um, Judy, these women that have been in the military, obviously they're fit. Of, of the group that you had last year, were a lot of them or some of them golfers previously, or is this pretty new for um, the majority?
6: Great question. All the above. Some of them played sure. golf before they went into the military. Some played during military. Some thought it was a silly sport. Why would I ever do that? <laughs> and, 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 you know, we're kind of like tugging them. Just come on out. Check it out. And if you don't like it, you don't have to come back. And uh, we have an ambassador in our program. Her name is Mary uh, and Martha. And they have done a wonderful job of exposing the game to their friends or comrades who never thought the game was, you know, like, why would I want to do that? And then they realized Wow, this is beautiful property and it's very peaceful. And you should hear what they say. Like it's serene, it's peaceful, it's quiet, it's fun, it's laid back. I feel okay. And you can't, you know, that's that's what most people don't get about our sport. They think over oh, smacking this little ball and it's very frustrating and I agree with them. But what you get out of it, like I'm gonna go teet up with my, my dear friends like I do every Sunday. And is it to hit the ball extraordinarily well or to spend four hours with my best buds? And that's what it comes down to.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, you're right. Golf is frustrating, especially for those people who really, you know, want are competitive and want to improve. But my mother started playing in her mid-40s, I think, or something like that. And she <laughs> found it very calming because when there she was go. out on that golf course, she forgot about everything else that was going on in her world.
6: Right. Yes, and that's, that's what most people don't realize, um, and once they get hooked, there's some massive addiction, and I can't think of a, a healthier addiction to replace substance abuse than the game of golf
3: yeah that's for sure is is this something judy that you think that you could expand on with the female veterans whether you're hands on uh or not are is this something that you would be interested in in getting you know some of your other professionals involved and and maybe someone will start a similar program in in northern california or the phoenix area or what have you
6: yeah, good question. Yes, um, I have to tell you that Renee Powell, who's an ex LPGA Tour player and she owns a golf course in the Canton, Ohio area, started a a hope program years ago, thinking that it was probably going to be just a five week, one and done program. But she uh, cornered the women veterans up there, and uh, they asked her to continue doing it. Five years later, she has quite an extensive program. So. Yeah, we're looking to expand that. But any PGA professional, LPGA professional in the area that has training on, on sensitivity issues like working with limb loss and spinal cord injury and PTSD and traumatic brain injury could put together an offering and extend it to the community. So yes. if they ever need advice, I'm here to help them.
3: That's a wonderful, wonderful thing you're doing. I'm glad you brought that Thank up, you. and I'm glad that we could have the, this part of the show uh, for that conversation. It's a uh, Perfect. Like I said, I, I think it's uh the the women veterans are, are sort of, you know, a lost number in the public consciousness I think in a lot of ways and and uh, what you're doing is certainly wonderful to help them out. When we come back, as promised earlier, we will talk about some winter fitness for you golfers out there that are uh, heading into a break. Here with Judy, Judy Alvarez from the Judy Alvarez Golf Academy. She's going to hang with us uh, for a little bit more, uh, and then at the uh, later on, we'll talk with Chris Kolodinsky, newly named. Uh, uh, director of programs at the Arnie's Army Charitable Foundation. we got a lot of neat stuff to go over with Chris, including a change and expansion to the Palmer Cup Collegiate Golf Event next year in France, all coming up on Tita Green. Stay with us. And that was in uh, part first part of an interview I did with Judy Alvarez back in November, just a wonderful thing that she's doing for our uh, lady uh, military veterans uh, that have uh, served for us uh, anywhere uh, locally or abroad uh, or whatever um, role they have played um, Judy Alvarez is where you can go to get information or if you uh, if you goody uh, Google ugh, Google Judy Alvarez uh, her name will pop up and you can find more about her programs uh, be it for uh, uh, lady military members or what she does for golf in general uh, one of the uh, one of the uh, most respected, I think, uh, women uh, golf instructors out there, and uh, great work that she does uh, down in uh, Florida and in Maine, where her uh, summer location is. And uh, that was just uh, just wonderful learning about uh, what she's uh, doing to help our uh, women that have served in the military for us. Um, got a little note that I'm trying to locate here regarding the um, PGA uh, gosh can't remember where I put that the uh, women are back underway here this week they're playing down in uh, uh, the Bahamas windy like crazy down there 40 miles an hour uh, they actually uh, suspended play for Friday and uh, so they're gonna have just a 54 hole uh, total there uh, Tiger Woods under on the uh, course this weekend in uh, Torrey Pines. He's won there nine different times. Eight times for the regular tour event and then of course the uh, U.S. Open when it was held there in 2009. Um, you know when he was in his prime there were about three or four places around the country where he's got uh, I think six or more victories. Torrey Pines has won uh, I believe Bay Hill, Arnie's tournament in Orlando was one of the others, uh, and I think there's a third one too where he just sort of dominates that course. Um, and then of course there's the Masters; he's won a few of those, you may recall, and uh, good stuff there. Uh, stepping away from the golf news just uh, for a second, congratulations to Caroline Wozniacki. Ah, and this reminds me of what I remembered. Um, Peter Korda from the Czech Republic won the Australian Open tennis tournament 20 years ago. Of course, his two daughters, Jessica and Nellie, are playing on the LPGA. Nellie, or Jessica, won the Australian Open golf tournament six or seven years ago. And now Peter's son, Sebastian, won the Junior Boys Australian Open tennis event yesterday. So three members of the Corda family won various versions of the Australian Open now. Pretty cool stuff. They've all been photographed doing the famous Peter Corda scissors kick after their victories. Good stuff. When we come back, we'll go on tour and tell you what's going on in the Pro Tour. Stay with us. You're listening to Tita Green. Thanks for joining us.
0: Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free, confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 957 6063
4: Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next? Call for free information from InventHelp. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738.
2: 1-800-316-1738. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517
3: Fastest Hour in Radio, Tita to Green, Jerry Butenhoff with you. The Broadmoor Resort, uh, for those of you who are uh, looking into coming here, is a dog-friendly place. Had a couple people this morning walk uh, by me here with their, uh, one fellow with a pair of collies, another guy with um, something smaller, not sure, some sort of terrier or something like that. Fun place to be around. Got some gal just ran by running around the lake with her, uh, Black Lab in tow. Good stuff here. On tour this week, the uh, men have reached uh, Torrey Pines in San Diego for the Farmers Insurance Open. Uh, Swede Alexander Noren, he's won ten times, I think, on the European Tour. hasn't won in the States yet, isn't a regular player over here, but uh, that's probably going to change. He's our leader at minus 11 after three rounds, one shot better than Ryan Palmer. Palmer was the leader after the first two days, but struggled a little bit uh, yesterday with a 73. Uh, Two shots back are Michael Kim and J.B. Holmes, who uh, leapfrogged a boatload of people yesterday with a 7 under 65. And then there are seven players, three shots back at minus 8, including Jason Day. The women are getting underway at the first event of their season, the Pure Silk Bahamas at the Atlantis Resort. They were uh, winded out on Friday, they've shortened it to 54 holes, uh, 40 plus mile an hour winds down there. Kind of like the time I was in the Bahamas about 20 years ago, you couldn't do anything really. Uh, Brooke Henderson is our leader at minus five. Not everyone has completed even the first two rounds. She has, she's one shot better than Shan Shan Feng who has nine holes remaining in her second round. And two strokes back are Ryan O'Toole, Danielle Kang, Lexi Thompson, uh, new name Luna Sobron Gomez of Spain, and Ling Su of Taipei. So they will try and get that all finished up today, weather permitting, and it'll be a 54-hole final. Thanks to Andrew Wood of Legendary Marketing for joining us once again. He's always got good information and knows what's trending in the golf world, and uh, he was certainly no disappointment again today. And, uh, A repeat thanks to Judy Alvarez for her time that she spent with us uh, back in the middle part of November. Until next week, Jay will be back, so we'll both be here. Enjoy your week, everyone. Get some golf in. And if you do, as always, hit them long and hit them straight. Thanks, everyone.